This is Nikki Bruno with the Epic Comeback Podcast, where warrior women who've gone through absolute caca give you advice on getting to the other side of yours. I'm super, super excited today to have Holly Germati with me. Holly, thank you so much for joining me today. Hello. Hi, Nikki. Thanks for having me. It's my pleasure. Let's get right into it. So Holly, I'm going to give you the mic to introduce yourself and let us know who you are, where you're from, and what keeps you busy during the day. Okay, well, my name's Holly Germati. I am from Detroit. I'm an interior designer and author. And uh, what keeps me busy through the day is um, being an entrepreneur and also the mother of five kids. I have two sets of twins and one in between, and they are all between the ages of 10 and almost 15. And my ha so my hashtag online is hashtag making busy beautiful. Ah, ah, ah. So. <laughs> Love it. Making busy beautiful. Wow. We would all be really, really beautiful, wouldn't we? <laughs> Um, five kids between, you said 10 and 15? Yeah, I have uh, boy-girl twins that are the almost 15-year-olds. They're in high school, ninth grade. And then I have a 13-year-old daughter who is in eighth grade. And then two 10-year-old um, uh, identical twin girls that are in fifth grade. Amazing, amazing, amazing. And do you have any pets? I just have to know how many organisms are in your house. Oh not not me. I am not the animal lover, but we have a really old, dirty English Springer Spaniel. Um, and then we have a barn cat who is four. He is like, I do love my cat. And then my son has got like a tank of hermit crabs that will not die. Like they're going on 10 years old. I don't know. I don't deal with them, whatever. But yeah, I, so I do have, I have crabs that live in my house. Wow. That's a lot of organisms in one place. I, th that yeah. was incredible. So, um, Holly, as you know, this is a podcast by and for women who have gone through some really tough stuff, dare I say even trauma. Would you please summarize for us what you've gone through and what was the worst part? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so the book I just published is actually my memoir that takes my reader through the experience I had. Uh, I was an interior designer, had my dream job. This was about um, 2002. And uh, I, left, I left it all to get married and, be, and start a family with the man of my dreams. What was supposed to be a baby quickly turned into five in under four years. And we had a very cushy lifestyle. We were in the automotive industry and my husband's family owned a Dodge dealership. So life was like pretty much set for us. I thought that I was just going to be a suburban housewife, soccer mom, like whatever. I was, I was going to be happy with that. So everything besides um, having all these babies that kind of threw me through a loop because instantly I was busier instantly my life was not going to be what I thought it would be because I didn't relate. Suddenly I didn't relate to anybody around me. I was just 500% all just trying to keep people fed and diapered and, and alive. But uh, we upgraded in 07 to a much larger home, which seemed like the next logical thing that you do in life. Um, we had three kids at the time 
And um, within one year of upgrading, the economy tanked, the housing industry tanked, the automotive industry tanked, and um, we basically, every worst case financial scenario my husband and I could have went through, it all happened in the matter. And it took, you know, it was like a year, but then in the end, we went from living in a really, you know, being completely set with extra properties, with investments, with stock, with, I mean, it was, it was okay. It was good. And um, we went from that to 2013 being completely unemployed. And the only thing we had left was the roof over our heads. There was no job. My husband had to reinvent himself. He was paying our mortgage by selling things on eBay. I was at my lowest of lows. I was living in a $1.5 million house with five kids. I had no help. I had no family. The outside world just thought that they're okay. Look at where they live. There's always, a, you know, there's always help, blah, blah, blah. So I, my, my world for about a decade was very isolating. And, um, but my lowest of lows truly was, I mean, in the financial sense, a low point was I had to pick, I had to collect bottle return, get, use bottle return money to come up with a baby shower gift because I had to save face and I couldn't. And so it was really hard to just always play that everything's okay card out in public because you can't tell people that you're going through stuff. Um, but like my personal lowest of low happened for me before the unemployment, before it all got really bad, because I had completely lost my identity of who I was. And, um, and so I just wasn't, I wasn't happy. So I talk about it all in the book and, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot to my story, but, but, um, but I came out and I made my comeback. Let's just take a minute, though, to acknowledge the layers of caca involved in that situation. Many. Many. Many layers. Yes. Many, many layers. And the fact that you're sitting here is pretty darn incredible. Thank you. Yes. That's, that's very endearing to hear from another, from another woman, you know, because you go, we all go through stuff, but to have someone just say, you're pretty amazing. It just feels good. I sure hope so. I sure hope so. I'm definitely in the business of helping people feel good after going through complete and total crap. And we have to call it that, I think, in order to get through it. Like, rather than completely being in denial of the fact that, that I mean, it, it sort of, I mean, the image that you're painting for me, and pardon the interpretation, but it sounds like a house of cards. I mean, people are from the outside seeing a $1.5 million house and you're inside it and, um, and there's just a really different story going on on the inside. Well, and, and, you know, in, in taking you into uh, another layer of the caca that I don't, that I don't discuss in my book, but I'll share it with you because I think it's important for, for the women listening to this is part of my, part of my really bad time was the fact that I was with someone, I was feeling misunderstood by my spouse. So I was being mis, you know, so a partnership that was supposed, you know, even though we partnered through and got through, 
I was really lonely and I was really, you know, I felt misunderstood when, you know, I should have been understood. And so there was, you know, there are more layers, you know, it's, it's a lot, it was really, really deep and really hard. And, um, yeah. Yeah. And that's one of the things that like, um, dare I say kind of qualifies people to be on this podcast is like, it isn't necessarily just one thing. I mean, one going through one experience. The other thing about trauma is like, it, it's not necessarily something that happens overnight, right? Like even if you're in a car accident and it kind of, you know, and, and you break your back, that isn't something that you get over in one night, you know, like that's something that you, or one day, like that's something that, that you go through. It's like protracted situation that you go through and you don't just bam, I'm, bam, I'm over it. Um, and like in the other part, I know like we're in a crunch time of a podcast, but the other part of the backstory for my caca bucket was that I grew up, you know, and it's on the back of my book. The first thing you tell, I tell the reader is I grew up in a really small town out in the country and I came from a very simple upbringing. And so who I am, I might be a designer. I may, you know, I, I love fashion. I love, I love all the glam and I love nice things, but those nice things are not important to me. Like what's important to me as a person is, is like enjoying life. And enjoying life doesn't mean you have to have stuff. And so I, I married someone, you know, like where the community I live in, it's just a very affluent community and everything is bigger and better. And, and I think people have a tendency to get lost in that. So for me, it was like a huge identity crisis because I am living this life and it wasn't reflecting who I am to anyone around me. Only, you know, maybe my parents would understand that what I was going through was just so hard because it went through against all my values. Everything, you know, had been ripped away from me, but the focus was I had mouths to feed. I had, you know, it wasn't, there was no time for, there was no pity party time. It was just all, just get through it. Right, right. And no, there's no pity party time when you have one child or two or three or five. No way, Jose. Yeah. 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 Well, so let's talk about, let's talk about where you are now, because where yeah. you are now is my impression, a different place from where you were at that time. Um, what's the best thing about being where you are in terms of what you've come through and in terms of your ability to live in your values now? Oh, like, okay. So I'm, I thank God every day that I didn't have the easy life, that I went through the caca. Because of that, I, I am so in tune with who I am and my perspective on life is so fine-tuned where I'm able to make decisions that I know are the right decisions. I spend time with the people that mean the most to me. I, you know, I, I can craft and design my days in a way that brings me happiness and nothing's perfect. I mean, there's always going to be an element of caca in life. I'm not saying that life is perfect now. However, I, I finally feel like I'm in a place where I'm being me and I'm being the me I was created to be. And now I have all that I've gone through so much that now I'm able to use my skills as an interior designer to give back 
and help other women like you are. So I'm, you know, I'm focused, I've focused my entire business on helping women uh, create a more simple lifestyle. So really I'm just being who I, who I am, who I was when I was a little girl and using all of the caca crap to completely turn it around and live the life of my dreams. So, I mean, it's, it's just like, I'm really grateful every day to have gone through, to have gone through the shit. Yeah. And I'm, I am grateful every day to be hearing these stories because, because it's, because what you have gone through and what I have gone through and what other guests that I've had on this podcast have, have gone through, we're living proof that a crisis can open you up that, that, or a series of crises or a period of time in your life that's five years long or 10 years long, like 10 years of caca can yield a blossoming. And I'm going through more caca, but this time around, I, am, I have peace because I know that it's not the end of the world. I know I have perspective. I know that things are going to be, they're going to work out just fine. So, you know, when you go through, through it, you become so much stronger and you're able to go through it again if you have to. And every time you change as a person and, and it's how we grow. So it's okay. A hundred percent. Holly, you are totally speaking my language. And in terms of getting stronger, yeah. I call I call my guests brave warriors and yeah. you are one of those people very obviously and I'm wondering if anyone anyone who sticks out in your mind who has inspired you along the way who you have met during these times or after these times who would be a really good guest on this podcast and has an awesome story. Yeah, I have a couple. So um, the first her name is Renee Orlowitz and she's a local mom. And she's a realtor, but she uh, went through something about three years ago. She's also busy. She has twins, three kids, but she went through just major um, life change and, uh, and basically had to start over. And she's just a super, I mean, she has done things that I, I say, wow, I don't know if I could have done that. You know, just... She's phenomenal. So um, Renee is one, and uh, the other is also another local mom, but she's an actress, and, uh, and her name is Heather Fairbanks. And she's just, she really, she was someone who was there for me in my darker times, but um, she's just taken a path with her life that, that just I've always admired, and, and she's just a wonderful, wonderful person to follow. So, yeah. Awesome. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much, Holly, for that. And I will get in touch with them. All right, so we've come to the big kahuna question, which is, Holly, based on what you've come through, which is so, so, so much, and based on what you're going through now, any of the, any of the trauma, caca, et cetera, what is a piece of advice that you would give to women who are listening right now who are going through crisis and wondering how the hell am I going to get to the other side of this? Okay, so this is where, when I work with a client, this is where I, my starting point of what I teach and what I want all women, everyone to be able to, to do. And it's, it's what I did when I was in my lowest of lows, when I felt like I was, there was no, you know, where I had, where life was just, ugh, like I can't even tell you. But uh, the, the biggest thing you can do 
is to take a step back and be grateful. Find gratitude in where you are. Even when you feel like, I don't care if, it, I don't care how bad things are, find a reason to be grateful for where you are because when you do that, you can have a little perspective of, um, I think it just allows you to get through the days because you're, when you're really low, you're kind of living day by day, sometimes hour by hour. But here's like one of my most simple, simple scenarios. I found my joy. When you're grateful, you can find joy in your day, no matter how crappy your day is, no matter how bad things are. So when I was in my, during my hardship, I seemed to always find happiness at the grocery store. And I know that that sounds, I mean, it's such a random thing, but because I always, because, you know, I would wake up and my great, my grateful heart was saying, thank you, God, that I have got five healthy children because I'm seeing people who have kids that are not healthy. And, you know, thank you. I know that we're unemployed. We don't have money. I don't even know if I had to go to the grocery store every week and try to feed a family of seven on under $200. And I did it, and I still sometimes do it. You know, I mean, I'm super frugal. However, my joy, walking into that grocery store, being grateful for what I had, experiences with people, to interact with people, people would just make my day. I don't care if it was just someone smiling. I have been blessed, and miraculous things happen at the grocery store. I mean, I've had people that don't even know me walk up to me and give me a bouquet of flowers. I've gone to the clearance rack in the nasty return by the bottle return, and I found like the high-end beauty product that I just ran out of that I didn't think I could. If you can just wake up every day and be grateful for something and know that there are people out there with less going through worse, then you'll get through your day. You will get through and things will get better, and the right people, you open yourself up to the right people coming into contact with you to help you get through your day. So, gratitude. Gratitude. Start there. And there's so much, there is, there's so much psychological, scientific study behind that, and I could do, a, we could do a whole podcast episode, or more. We could do an entire podcast about gratitude. Yeah. About, about the scientific the psychological, the neurological benefits of practicing gratitude. And, and you are clearly living proof of that. That's really incredible. Um, so we're going to totally switch gears now. And I'm going to ask you, Holly, since we're all about being epic, if you could have any superpower, and I have no doubt that you already have many, what would it be? Well, okay. In the real world, I would really love to not be addicted to sugar. <laughs> <laughs> I don't that, but like if we're really talking like real superhero then you know I would love to fly so you know I kind of go two ways flying away from the sugar <laughs> yeah really flying away from the sugar oh this is so great Holly thank you so much for being my guest today I would love to know how can we follow you and find you online you mentioned that you have recently published a book and I happen to know that it is fantastic read. So tell us where we can find you. 
Yeah. Uh, okay. So you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Holly Germati. Um, it's H O L L I E G Y A R M A T I. Um, but also you can buy my book on Amazon. It's called the mother of all makeovers, a memoir of more less and making busy beautiful. You can also look up my hashtag, hashtag making busy beautiful. It's all me, all my posts over the last maybe four or five years. So um, easy to find. And uh, I'll also be out on Audible with the book um, in 2020. So excited about that as well. Oh, great news. And I love meeting people through social media. So please, if anyone connects, please say hi. Awesome. We will all do that. Thank you again. So this is Nikki Bruno with Holly Germati on the Epic Comeback Podcast. For more information about staging an epic comeback like Holly's after going through a life-shattering experience, please go to theepiccomeback.com.